I am so, so sorry for everything that has happened. Because in spite of what Mike says now, it is my fault. Hello and welcome back to Scream 101. I'm Brennan Klein. And I'm Shannon Chalakian. And this week was Friday the 13th, so you know what that means. Very unlucky things happen. Like the fact that we didn't watch a movie because I'm graduating. We're so sorry. I'm not. I'm, I'm excited to graduate. Okay, so. and, and honestly, I'm not too cut up about not watching Friday the 13th Part 3 because I've seen it 80 times and it's not my favorite. Um, but we do apologize for not bringing you a the promised review of said movie. This should be the last time this happens. Um, you can read a review of Friday the 13th Part 3 on Brennan's blog. Oh, yeah. It's uh, Popcorn Culture at jiffypopculture.blogspot.com. Yeah, so um, if you're really just all very upset about um, the review of the esteemed Friday the 13th mm-hmm. Part 3, Head on over there and you can read it and it's just as funny as Brennan talking. Yes, so. absolutely. Um, we are sorry, but Shannon's graduating in literally three days. We just finished finals week. I've been like back and forth to San Diego to help my sister move out of her dorm. Like It's been a really, really crazy week and we didn't watch a movie, so we're sorry. But we are bringing a brief episode to you, like always, as an apology offering. <laughs> But for for our mini episode, we're just going to do our top five non-horror movies. What? I know. We thought it would be a good chance for you to get to know us outside of the horror genre so you can understand our tastes more like while we're actually talking about these movies. like So you can understand our tastes like in cinema on a broader perspective so you can maybe try to understand how we view horror movies because I think we are kind of defined by these other movies as well in our horror tastes. Yes, and I, I definitely think that um, some of our options, and specific, specifically mine, may invalidate all, any sort of a theme that I've gathered on the show. <laughs> may shock and... Terrify. Sh- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think we should talk a little bit about our criteria for our top five movies, though. Okay. Um, well, basically, this isn't the top five best movies of all time. These right. are our top five favorite movies, personally. Yeah. Although I would say that most of my movies are masterpieces. And I would say that mine are masterpieces in my own mind. Um, definitely for me, it's just any movie that I can watch over and over and over again forever um, and enjoy every time is for me. Absolutely. So, yeah. Before we actually get into the list and start talking about the movies, I wanted to just do a couple quick runner-ups. We're just going to list the titles. We're not going to talk about them. But these are ones that I wanted to talk about but couldn't fit onto the list. Yeah. Um, for me... It's Breathless and Jurassic Park. <laughs> Very Both similar. Absolutely. Incredibly similar. I mean... Okay, well, we don't need to talk about it. What are your runner-ups? Uh, my runner-ups are uh, The Breakfast Club and Juno. Which are actually kind of similar. Yeah, well, they, they actually teen, are. Teen, trendy teen comedies. coming-of-age films. Yeah. And also, also not on the official list, is a movie that we've watched in the past year that has really impacted us and will make it onto the top five possibly in the future, but needs time to percolate. Yeah, it's, because it's too soon to tell. Yeah, you you if you it need you need to take like maybe a decade before a movie enters your official top five. Yeah, you got it. You got to let it stew. You got to let it percolate. Exactly. Um, Shannon, what's yours? 
Uh, mine is The Intern. I saw this in the last week, actually. But it's a Nancy Myers movie. Nancy Myers made uh, It's Complicated and The Holiday, both of which are movies I really enjoy. And I was uh, pleasantly surprised as well with The Holiday because it's about Robert De Niro, an older gentleman, becoming an intern at a company just to kind of keep busy. And um, he like becomes the intern for this young CEO and the young CEO actually learns from him. So it's like a it's like a good trade-off it's and it's super cute and I love it. Okay. All right. And yourself? And my movie is also super cute. It's Mad Max Fury Road. Oh. Which is a balls to the wall colorful action masterpiece. Yeah, we're looking that, at you, Matt Russell. Yeah, um he's he's crying tears of joy right now. Absolutely. But like that movie is maybe the most Probably the best movie made in the past decade, maybe the past century. Like, it is a fantastic movie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, and without further ado, let's get into our actual list. We're going to run from bottom to top. So, like, our fifth favorite to our number one favorite. Yeah, we got to add some suspense. Yeah, ooh. Because, I mean, this is a horror podcast. Yes. It still is. Yes. Okay, so, Shannon, do you want to start? Sure. What's your number five? Uh, my number five is The Holiday. What? I know. It's a Nancy Myers movie. Um, I've talked about it on the podcast before. but And you talked about it like 30 seconds ago, too. I did, indeed. Um, but it's the only holiday film that I will watch during Christmas time every year. Uh, I don't like the holiday season that much, and so um, watching The Holiday makes it that much better. So, yeah, that's, that's all I really have to say. And Hans Zimmer's uh, um, score is amazing. Okay. Um, I hate Cameron Diaz in it, and my older sister hates uh, Jack Black, but... Oh, I remember in that movie, Jack Black says something about, like, oh, you hear that? That's the Santa Ana winds. Yeah. And the locals here say that the Santa Ana winds bring change. And I, let me tell you... <laughs> <laughs> I am a local here. All the Santa Ana winds bring is a smell of cow poop from up north. So, yep. no thank you. Yep. And also a lot of fire because it dries everything out. Oh, yeah, true. But still, movie is super cute. It is It is a cute movie. Yeah. And uh, yourself, number five. My number five is Run, Lola, Run. It's a German film starring Franco Potenta, who you may know from such horror classics as Anatomy and Anatomy 2. <laughs> Oh man! Well, she was also she also played Anne Frank in a really ill-advised episode of American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really weird. Yeah. Have you seen Run Run Lola Run? Yeah. Okay. You showed it to me. Okay. Good. You were like, I'm gonna have you watch this. Okay. Good. I'm 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 glad I did that. Thank yeah. you. Passed me. Um, Run Lola Run is a fantastic action film about a girl who needs to raise like I don't remember how much money, but it's, it's a like a lo- hundred grand or something. Yeah, but in German money was it franks no that's right oh my god i'm an idiot no it's franco patenti yeah um oh god what's german it's guilt it's something um she used to make a lot of money really fast or else her boyfriend is going to make a very terrible decision and it's kind of like a butterfly effect thing that shows like three different ways her story could play out and Mm -hmm. she's just running pedal to the metal like she's tom cruise for the entire film like it's a powerhouse performance and it's really really adrenaline packed and it's a great film yeah, it's it's a uh, it's so um, non traditional too. I think is really cool. Oh yeah, it's so, so. European and German and yeah, crazy it's and great industrial techno. It's great. All right, Shannon, what's your number four? My number four is Pitch Perfect. What I oh, know, okay, it's no. it's a cl- it's a cult classic now, which I love. I love that it became because it had such a cult following from the the first um, movie. Yeah, most Pitch people, per- it's it's a really fun film. Yeah, most people will know this as the movie where they discovered that Anna Kendrick can sing, um, but 
just the storyline and how funny it was like i remember just it being hilarious and we saw it in theaters together yeah we saw it our freshman year yeah and that's also part of why i really like connected with us because it's about a freshman in college yeah and i love those movies yeah that was that was really really fun and that was a long time ago now um and then now the second one's coming out and the third one's coming out now that i'm looking at it i actually have the pitch perfect um uh poster on my wall yeah i got it for you when i worked at the cinemark yeah that was great and uh yeah so very exciting about it but uh, yeah pitch perfect the original is amazing absolutely my number four is also a musical it's the muppets 2011 yay um this is the movie that got me obsessed with the muppets which is probably my like sec one of my second tier obsessions to horror which is saying something yeah like i have a couple second tier obsessions i have the muppets i really like shakespeare Mm -hmm. i've been reading a whole bunch of that recently i like got back into that um so i got i got levels man it's more than just stabbing people who are shirtless um but the muppets is just it really for me like i hate to say it but for me it is the best muppet movie like it is the pinnacle of muppet movies and i know that's kind of heresy because jim henson passed away long before this movie was made but this movie was my entry point into Mm -hmm. like the muppet verse well and it's a love letter to the muppets yeah absolutely and it's simultaneously a nostalgic love letter and also just a really um excellent film of well it's kind of a discussion of how the muppets are being treated in popular culture right now in like this kind of obvious but really earnest and sweet like metaphorical kind of way or that's really never mind um but it's just it's a really beautiful film it's very sentimental kermit song pictures in my head makes me cry every time i've seen it uh, yeah yeah and also i remember the first time i watched this movie um when they sang rainbow connection at the very end i had never heard the song rainbow connection before but it brought tears to my eyes because i could feel how important this was like to everyone in the movie and in mm-hmm. the audience and i was like i'm like coursing with this energy yeah yeah no i love that movie too it's so good all right so what's your number three my number three is a movie that not many people have seen because it's an hbo original movie uh which is a biopic but it's called iron jawed angels and it's about um the suffragette movement in america and about alice paul um it's really one of the most amazing movies i think i've ever seen it's done so well it stars hillary swank the director is a woman um and it just is funny and smart and adds a lot of historical material and you can actually like look it up online and there's actually a lot of um uh, real events that happened that they kind of take word for word which is really good uh and they even a lot of like the issues with suffrage the suffragette movement is that it was focused on white women and they address that in the movie as well which is really cool so nice. it's it's just kind of like a like a academic but amazing amazing movie like i don't know yeah no and i have not seen that movie Mm -hmm. but i think that does display like a very prominent part of your personality like that's a very like core um element to the being that is shannon like that whole (laughs) idea of inclusivity and like women fighting for their rights and that's beautiful yeah it's it's good and angelica houston's in it right yeah angelica houston's in it she's uh elizabeth katie stanton and uh yeah and uh and francis o'connor's in it and yeah good stuff nice uh my number three is also about powerful women (laughs) it's romeo and michelle's high school reunion yes um same caliber of movie definitely oh absolutely i this movie strikes me to the core of my 
comedy being it's interesting a lot i think i've noticed a lot of my favorite comedies are more Mm low-key like it's romeo and michelle has some very very solid absurdist moments that i love but the bulk of the movie is very funny but very relaxed Mm -hmm. like it's not trying too hard to make you laugh it just is doing it kind of effortlessly by like inhabiting these characters which are played by Lisa Kudrow and Mira Sorvino and I will defend Lisa Kudrow to my grave I love her work um in Romeo and Michelle it's very similar to her work on Friends as Phoebe Buffay but she's also like she shows her range in the comeback which everyone should watch but that's not important right now um Alan Cumming is in it he's fantastic Janine Garofalo who is my favorite character in the in the movie oh yeah like I think she's one of my favorite movie characters of all time. Mm. Well, it, it's it's two blonde ditzes going to their high school reunion. They're not impressed with how their lives are, so they make up a story about how they invented post-it notes. And it's like this so it's so sweet. Again, it's earnest. I like earnest movies. Yeah. I guess. Earnesty. But it's a really beautiful movie about female friendship, which in the '90s wasn't as common as it is now like a movie to be led by women and yeah. to be really funny yeah and also it has a great 80s soundtrack it does yeah yeah it's also about defining personal success like it's all it's so good yeah and um like yeah it's about friendship it's about how you define yourself it's about how awesome cindy Lauper is yep true and the ending scene at the high school reunion prom dance thing is like one of my favorite movie scenes of all time and like if you haven't seen it i don't want to give it away yeah because it's surreal and beautiful yeah brennan and i watched this my freshman year um as part of one of our movie dates that we were having and i was so confused just because this was my first kind of like um tango with absurdist Uh comedy um which makes me usually absurdist stuff makes me really uncomfortable just sergio sergio has that too he, well he's not uncomfortable he just doesn't get it he's like why is there a banana there that's not real and i'm like i know exactly yeah. <laughs> and see i get it it just makes me uncomfortable i'm sorry um, no 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 it's okay uh, but this was this movie was like just enough that i like really enjoyed it and and still like was able to sit through it you okay, know? that's good i want to so, watch it right now me too i want to watch all these right now we should just have a marathon yeah um Okay, so my number two is The Fifth Element. Uh, weird thing about me, um, my laptop has an orange case, and the orange case matches the back back, back screen? What's back, it called? Background. Background of my desktop, which is... Um, <laughs> Mila Jovovich. Mila Jovovich, who is holding... She's in character from, from The Fifth Element. She's got orange hair, which matches my case, and she's holding up a multi-pass. And... Um, the reason I love Fifth Element so much is because it has everything. Like it has the sci-fi element. Mm-hmm. It has, has Bruce Willis. It has Bruce Willis. It has action. It has romance. It has like you know the want to save the world. It has a lot of humanity in it. Has it, opera. It has opera. It makes you want to cry. It makes you want to laugh. It it makes you want to fight. It's super green, <laughs> super green. Um and yeah, it's. It has some like weird play with masculinity and femininity too, oh, cool. because the um, the like most desired person is uh, Chris Crocker. No, oh, Cr- not Chris Crocker. Chris you know, Tucker. I desire for him to fall off the face <laughs> of this planet. No, it's so good with his penis cannon hair. Yeah, <laughs> bleached into oblivion. We gotta post a picture of that on the Facebook or something. Oh God! But yeah, it's it's like the only Chris pictures Tucker. of him are with his mouth like unhinged, like a snake, because he's just <laughs> shouting the whole time. 
it's so good but he's like he he looks so he's like wearing like cheetah print the entire time like he's so like feminine looking but all the women are like oh my god that is interesting yeah so anyway um it just has everything and i could watch that movie over and over and over and over again yeah i i uh i you you showed that to me during our freshman a, a lot of these movies we watched during our freshman year together obviously we oh, were we were sharing like our favorite things yeah we were establishing our, our friendship that's beautiful i know Okay, <laughs> my my number two movie is Ghost Town, which I'm not sure I've shown to Shannon. You have not. Yeah, um, I did show it to Sergio, so I guess he he stole that one from you. Mm. Um, it stars always fighting with that guy, you know. I know. It stars Ricky Gervais, who was not as controversial a figure then as he is now because he's made in '08. Um, he well, he plays this like really misanthropic dentist who kind of falls in love with Taya Leone, who's his neighbor. But during a surgery where he almost dies, like he's on, well, he technically dies for like five minutes, but they bring him back. But after his near death experience, he can see ghosts. And one of the ghosts is the ghost of the girl's ex-husband who's trying to get her to break up with her current fiance. And Ricky Gervais is like, sure, I'll help you with that. (laughs) Um, And the ghost is played by Greg Kinnear, who's in every movie ever. Um, this is another comedy that is really low key, but just really sweet. And like, it's kind of surprisingly sweet for Ricky Gervais. And it's a romantic comedy where like the kind of chubby, really mean guy actually like earns his redemption. And you could understand why the super hot lady would actually be into him, That's which good. is really rare. Yeah. Like in knocked up, you're like, why would Catherine Heigl hang out with Seth Rogen ever? Like yeah. he, he's not like, it's just, like it's so frustrating that type of movie, but this is one that's genuinely sweet and earns that storyline. And there's a lot of different uh, occupations going on. Like he's a dentist and she's an archaeologist, and those aren't really two major um, occupations you see in movies a lot. Uh-huh. And it's just really sweet. And there's ghosts, and the soundtrack again is amazing. I think this the soundtrack to all of the films on my list are like populating my entire itunes yes playlist but i guess that's i guess i never noticed that that's important to me also in a movie it's a great soundtrack but yeah you didn't uh, notice that come on man that's like I, it's so obvious i to do you. love music yeah all right shannon uh drum roll what's your number one <laughs> <laughs> my number one is my th- it's a family classic in the chalakian family um but it's the princess bride mm-hmm. um that's a, my parents love that movie too. Yeah. Everyone in my family know the knows the entire movie by heart. Word for word. Anybody want a peanut? Yeah. Word for word. Mowage. And um it is phenomenal. It's also one of those movies that kinda has everything, you know? Because you have the fantasy and then you have um uh you also have like this weird like grandson, grandfather dealio oh like, yeah that, that's cute yeah the dealio and it's like keeping him away from like electronics and it's kind of like going back to basics of like reading um but you also have uh the, the chick from house of cards <laughs> the dude from saw the you, dude from yentl <laughs> <laughs> you have revenge and you have love and you have action and you have um a six-fingered man and you have just anything you uh, we would ever need a, a torture device r-o-u-s's yeah r-o-u-s's lightning sand um, and then I also read the book, which is also very good. Oh, good. But not as acclaimed as the movie, which is silly because the book is written 
exactly like the movie but obviously you know whatever um but yeah i love that movie and it's another one of movies that will be on my shelf forever cool i i haven't seen this since i was a kid like most of what i know is from pop culture references so i really Mm -hmm. need to watch it again you should it's really good we're gonna have a we're gonna have a marathon we totally yeah we're just gonna trade off yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't need to watch the holiday again. Yeah, I don't. Need, I don't either. It, not unless it's it's during the holidays, uh-huh. or if I'm in a rut. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, before I do my number one, I do want to say my holiday classic that I always watch is the uh, Christmas episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That's funny. I I love the Christmas episode of Community. Okay. It's stop motion. It's great. Oh yeah, that one's cute. Yeah. But the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia one is like just really dark and kind of horrific, and I love it so much. I think I've, I think you showed it to me. But I can't uh, remember what happens. Danny DeVito crawls out of a couch, sweaty and naked. <laughs> oh, that's right. And you Charlie have, attacks a mall Santa. <laughs> you have shown me that. It's great. Oh. Anyway, my number one. <laughs> uh, my number one is Airplane. Uh, the Zucker Abrams Zucker movie from 1980 that made Leslie Nielsen a comedy icon. You're a Zucker if you haven't seen it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um... But this this is the movie where my tastes explode into out and out. Like, it's to- 100% absurd. So much, like, visual comedy. It's just throwing everything at the wall and everything sticks. It's so funny. It's so just out there. And that movie just really, really speaks to me at a core level. Have you, You've seen it, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. I, I think I've, I've only seen it once, which is probably also a crime. But um, I just remember one of the things I remember is just the autopilot thing where he clicks autopilot oh, on the inflatable. Yeah. That's what I remember. And the doctor in the house, obviously. And um, it was like, surely you can't be serious. I am serious. But don't call me Shirley. Yeah, that that um, one. That's classic. Like I genuinely think Airplane is the single best comedy of all time. And if it's not on a top ten list. I immediately discount it. Yeah, it's really <laughs> which, funny. Which sucks because I do hate when people are like, this movie's not on the list, whatever. But like that movie is, it transcends internet rudeness and it it's so good. If you haven't seen it, you have to promise me you'll watch it immediately. It's a pastiche on like air, airport disaster films, but it's also got a whole bunch of disco in it and it's... It's so and good. boobs it's a disease thriller it's got boobs at random places yeah i love well okay this period zucker abram zucker uh yeah yeah that's it and that's the end of our list uh, i hope you enjoyed it i hope we gave you some recommendations for movies yeah and i hope you'll continue listening to us even though we picked our favorite movies based on what we enjoy yeah um okay well okay um before we finish yes how do you think your list defines your tastes in horror movies um, I think one of the common things I'm seeing here is like uh, um, powerful women, obviously, like just kind of women taking 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 reign, um, which is funny because I feel like what, what we talk about with uh, slashers, a lot of what we talk about is when they go final girl girl mode, and I judge the movie a lot based on those last couple of minutes of the final girl being alone and having to fight her way out, and so I think that's uh, you know reflective of my list. Also, just the fact that um, I like a really well-balanced movie. Like, I like a movie that has, um, that's funny and sad and, and happy and 
has redemption and you know has all these elements like the final girls exactly like the final girls honestly that was i was gonna say um like that movie totally i could see that on this list like it totally fits it is on this list yeah like if it was if there was top five movies in general like final girls would probably push the holiday out you know like they it would be on this list um because it is it is perfectly one of my favorite movies in that sense so um yeah that's that, interesting that's I, yeah. I hadn't thought about that i hadn't made that connection yeah and yourself uh i think for me absurdity I'm, yeah like there is a weird balance in my list between absurdity like we've got we've got airplane where eggs are coming out of people's mouths and there's birds in them and we've got Roman michelle's high school reunion which has the time after time scene um the muppets it's i mean it's talking puppets yeah and like they're all about like comedy anarchy yeah and it's also it's and then run all the run is not absurd but it's like over the top like, no i mean adrenaline action like i like things that are big and brash yeah and part of run a little run is like the way that they do it is absurd like the yeah, i mean the mixture of like the cartoon with the yeah the there life, is cartoon. Like, like there's just so much yeah. in there and it's so I, I just i like things that are bold i like a lot of my outfits if you've met me are very have like very bold colors mm-hmm. i like things that are just out there and in your face but I also have the softer side, apparently, where there's, like, more low-key, subdued, like, character studies. Like, I think The Babadook is probably a good example of that because mm-hmm. it's not, like, a in-your-face screaming horror. It's just this lurking, stressful, under your skin. character-based horror. Yeah. And then I also like really, like, really big, brash. Like, like Mad Max Fury Road is maybe the biggest brashest movie ever made yeah they have a um, doof warrior who literally is playing metal in your face and like he's popping yeah. out at you so like it's like it's this weird um explosion of color and elements which is why i like movies like suspiria like from beyond like evil dead like all these like crazy like part campy part horrifying super gory like just everything is smashed into your face and rubs your nose in it Mm -hmm. so like i like both ends of that totally totally yeah i think that's interesting i think we need to take um parts of this and put it on our dating profiles (laughs) you're kind of spoken for but i'll I'll clip a part of this and just put it put it in there and be like this is why my top five favorite movies and horror films are related (laughs) haha i'll get all the dates all the dates you know it anyway so that's that's that that is the that is that is it yeah and okay um, the clue section. Speaking of bold and brash movies. Are we even going to do the clue section? Are we going to go back to normal programming? Yeah, we need okay, to for good. next week. Good. Because next week we're watching Sleepaway Camp. Which oh. is, yeah. Yes. Um, so that's what we're doing next week. We will do it next week. Can't promise it'll be on Friday. Yeah. But it will. It's happening. Happen. Yes. It's going to happen. We do apologize for the delays, for the cancellations. We're like an airport on christmas yeah no more apologizing you know what deal with it people just live we our have, life out and proud we I had stuff angels. to do you know and soon i'll be just the unemployed person who has tons of time to do these things hooray so, yeah i can't wait and here's the clue for the episode we'll be watching two weeks from now i mean whatever whenever <laughs> whenever we watch it yeah uh give me a c give me an a give me an m give me a p give me a cheesy slasher starring an outsider and if you have a guess for that clue, if you have any uh, questions, comments, concerns, you can find us on Twitter at Scream101Pod, via Facebook at Scream101Podcast, 
uh, via email at screaming101podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, and review us. Give us five stars because we gave you ten movie recommendations. So that's like half half as many stars. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and we'll be playing you out with a medley of songs from our favorite movies. I wish I was a hunter in search of different food. I wish I was the animal which fits into that mood. I wish I was a person with unlimited breath. I wish I was a heartbeat that never comes to rest. Everything is grand I got the whole wide world in the palm of my hand Everything is perfect, it's falling into place I can't seem to wipe this smile off my face Life's a happy song when there's someone by my side to sing along I got my ticket for the long way round Two bottle of whiskey for the way And I sure would like some sweet company And I'm leaving tomorrow, what do you say? And if you're lost, you can look and you will find me Time after time If you fall, I will catch you, I'll be waiting But I know that I just want to look some more And I won't be satisfied Till there's nothing left that I haven't tried Also, in this medley, because I was looking up songs from Shannon's movies to play, and apparently in the holiday, Last Christmas, it, for by Wham, yeah. is 
on the soundtrack and i was like hell yeah i already own that song i'm gonna put it on but shannon was hearing me editing this song part and she was like why would you put on or she was like you gotta put on hans zimmer's score because it's so like iconic and cool and i was like or she oh, and you shouldn't put on this generic christmas song and i was like shannon it's wham <laughs> this is so important you don't understand yeah, but I just like I was just laying over there and I just had like a visceral visceral reaction to just like hearing Christmas music in May You're that such I was just a like I am bah humbug. Um but yeah, but no, then then he puts on the holiday score and he's like, "What what is this?" And I was like, "It's so it makes my heart sore." Oh, you're so See, like, I'm into people who... I'm into soundtracks, I guess, is what's happening. Anyway, bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.